<laughs> I wonder how much of that's going to make the final edit when I do this month's uh, this month's oh, editing. Oh boy! All right, all right. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Moonshot Podcast. This is episode four. Yep. Yeah. Episode four. I don't know why I continue to pretend that I don't know which episode it is, uh, because I have been taking copious notes on the last couple episodes. Yeah, we both have to, the, to prepare uh, for this. You probably have a lot more notes than I do. Mine are are kind of sparse, all things considered. Well, I also write huge, so I, I even though I covered an entire uh, first page of a notepad, my writing is monstrous. Um, but before we get into that, uh, let's do our usual uh, one, two, threes. Um, first of all, what are we doing to what are we doing for uh, this whole thing here? Um, well, uh, you can go first because I think I went first last time. Uh, did did you? I don't know if you did. I, ah, think, I, did. I think I did. Sure. All right. Um, well, I put out. Um, I've been working on music a little bit recently. I put out and. Oh, that's right. You made an album. Uh, not an album. I made an EP. It's only four tracks. Important difference. I... Um, it, it, it's a, dis- it's a minor distinction because the al- an album is a bigger project. And the reason I put out the EP in the first place was because I had a bunch of finished stuff that's not going to be on the album that I've been slowly working on over the past three months. So this is true. I. I but still. Yeah. You made music and you put it out there, and everyone should go download it. Link in the description, whether you pay for it or not. Or the thing, it is up for free on Bandcamp. Um, and I put out a couple of videos on YouTube. I haven't checked and see how those have been doing lately. Actually, I can uh, check the views for you. Actually, uh, you can, but then that will add. I can't account. look at the analytics. You have to do that. <laughs> Two views, one view, no views, one view. Ah, <laughs> eh, whatever. Aw, come on! I went. I went through and basically liked every single one of them yeah i, I never mean, like anything on youtube to be fair i've, I've had the, the ep has only been out for three days um and i've okay, also got fair. i've got 70 plays over the over the past like three days or whatever uh, i've got 63 track plays on the ep across 36 unique listeners on bandcamp which is nice. way better than anything else i have done on uh yeah. also youtube's not really a conducive platform for creativity anymore yeah, it, um, it is but, but it isn't it, it depends on how you do things i need to the the thing i need to do is i need to start doing the like synth walkthroughs and the jams and stuff like that because that's the sort of musical content that you'll see on youtube it's it's a place for you to put performance stuff and the stuff i just put out isn't really performance stuff that and if we start you know making products um making projects and stuff actually putting the soundtracks out to youtube is gonna get probably quite a f- quite a few views on those uh, as people look up the soundtrack. Yeah. Cause that's like 90% of what I, not 90%. It's like 40% of what I use YouTube for. Yeah. Like, which is still a significant chunk. YouTube's YouTube's a, a thing that I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of people um, use it f- as a platform to, you know, drive interest in their actual music, but their actual music isn't going to be on YouTube necessarily all that mm-hmm. much. So in this particular case, uh, I put out an EP. It's called Echoes. Um, it's got no Echo. Shut up. No, go away. <laughs> I keep forgetting I have an Echo dot in the room. No, I just turned it on again. Stop. Go away. <laughs> oh. 
God help me. Um, I I walked just, right into you that. Just name it something else. Uh, no, because the thing is, I have I have other family members that will refer to it as an Alexa, and that will set it off almost constantly. I don't want it doing that. So um, I've been thinking about changing mine just because I don't know. I don't want it to be. I I I say the word computer fairly often. That's the main reason why I didn't have mine set to compete. I wish you could do the thing where you could set, um, like with Siri, you could you could uh, customize it, customize it further by giving it a, a specific voice command. It would just be like, oh, okay, this is what it is. That but would no, be pretty it's cool. Got, yeah, it's only got um, set trigger phrases. But um, but anyway, uh, music. Um, you've been you've been music. I made uh, four tracks last music. episode. Yep. You mentioned a job hunt. I think. Uh, yeah, that's still happening. Um, slowly, of course, as, as these do. Yeah. It's a case in this case of slowly updating, uh, slowly updating my, uh, my LinkedIn and stuff like that. And I've been looking around for a, a couple things and making the right connections. And, uh, yeah, it was really weird. Um, later on, I should talk about the fact that I, uh, I, I ran into our Korg, uh, to the, the U.S.'s Korg rep, um, in the wild and ended up selling him an interface just because he needed nice. one. And it was really funny because <laughs> he had no idea who I was and I was just like, I feel like I've seen you somewhere before. Oh, you're the cord guy. And yeah, it was, yeah. Um, I, I actually forgot. Uh, we should start mentioning the dates in these uh, right off the bat because um, I think a lot of people will listen to these and just assume that they're now. And oh, they're yeah, good point. Not. Good point, good point, good we point. have a three-month backlog, so this is actually November 1st. Night after uh, Halloween. Of ni- the night after Halloween. Uh, of, All Saints Day. Uh, 2019. Yep. Uh, so this is not hap- that you're not hearing this in real time. Uh, you'll probably hear this, what, November, December... Jan- this will be coming out in January or so, yeah. Yeah. So this will be coming out in January. Barring um, further complications. So we sort of missed our, our opportunity to make a spooky episode. Eh, Sorry. But, eh. <laughs> I mean, listen, if anything, like, I should I should point out how, how uh, nonsensical last night was. Everyone else I knew was out doing something Halloween-y. Um, I wasn't. All the, all the coworkers. Oh, you were hanging with, with Blake, though, right? I mean, yes, buddy? but mostly, mostly we talked about uh, the fiasco that was Team Awesome and uh, non-disclosure agreements. Oh boy! <laughs> and yeah. then we played horror games, and I made him play See, Faith Chapter Two. That's Halloween. He made me play. Yeah, that's true. We we didn't get to watch Marble Hornets th- though. I wanted to yeah. make him watch Marble Hornets. Uh, I stayed I in my room to. and I made Lo-Fi Hip Hop for three hours. <laughs> That's um, not spooky, but uh, no, I, I no. <laughs> can't. I I can't think of a proper defense for you. No, it's, How dare it's you? not. How it's, dare you? it's very not spooky. Actually, it's really calming. It was. It was a yeah. So so you made an album. Uh, EP. E- whatever album <laughs> EP. A square is not a rectangle. But not all rectangles are squares. That's exactly whatever. Um, have you been doing anything else? Anything else you'd like um, to bring up that you've been doing? I committed to Nanorimo this year. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I I've never done that because I I don't think I can do that. My my process my creative processes are too slow. 
I have an idea for something that I want to turn into a story, into like a novel. And it's outside of any of the stuff that you've seen so far. But oh, all right. Well, don't spoil it then. I'm, I'm interested yeah. in seeing this. But yeah, no, that's the thing. Like that's that's what's fodder for. For all for right, Manorino. all right. Um, on my end, I've been sort of uh, working on the lore and the backstory for uh, our first, quote unquote, first project. Uh, we'll get a little bit into that a bit more later. Uh, and I've also been. Uh, inspired to sit down and work on the uh, intellectual property retention and non-disclosure agreement form, which basically I want to write it to say, hey, uh, everything that you make is your own and we don't own it. You own it. And but 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 we're not allowed to talk about it aside from to each other. And that's basically what it's going to say. and it's not like I don't want it to be cold or heartless or anything, but I'm actually no, but shooting this out to like yeah. a number of my friends because I, I want to get stuff in writing ahead of time just in the event that things may possibly go wacky. It, this this harkens back to the discussion we had at the, the end of the third episode, which is basically um, um, things yeah. we, we both really hope things won't go south. And I again, I still stand by the fact that I say I don't think anything is likely I to don't go that think level they will of south. Either. But I don't think they will either. Um, just in but case. Just in case. It's like this is this is to make sure I that like, like it also, things it don't also suck farther gives, down the line. It also just gives you and me uh, an easier out if we want if we want to just say okay this isn't working We're done. we need to yeah. we need to, to figure out a like way that, yeah. to eject um, or or uh, it's it's also something to fire off at a number of my other friends that I've uh, talked to about this like there was originally going to be a third founding member of uh, Triaxel Studios but. He didn't seem very committed, so I, instead of um, instead of becoming one of the founders, I offered him, hey, I still want to bring you on to these projects, but at the same time, I don't think that you're going to be okay with working on these things and not getting paid for them, so instead of bringing you on as a founder, I will bring, I'm offering to bring you on as an employee. Yeah, basically, and then we will pay you for what you do. Yeah, if I remember than, correctly, we we sat down and we had that conversation about like, hey, what do we do about um, about this? And the consensus between the two of us was, okay, hire him as a freelancer, but that means farther down the line because a lot of the stuff we're going to be putting into this early on is going to be put in on our own time and our own our, our own dime as well. So, uh, yeah. case in point, I, I am buying the domain for the studio tonight. And, uh, Are you already buying it? Well, yeah, it, right. basically in order to get the <laughs> slight tangent, but in order to get the actual thing published the way I think we're going to end up publishing these, because I don't want to throw these just on YouTube because a lot of podcasting does a lot with RSS feeds and stuff like that. In order to set up an RSS feed, I need to own a domain, and um, – no, or at least own a domain that I can attach this to. And so I'm just going to get the uh, the URL for the studio, and then I'm going to see how I can route that. I might also pick up a separate Moonshot domain, but we'll, we'll see. It's a thing I'm going to be working on later tonight. Point being, I am fronting a one-time thing 
um, for the domain itself. I'm, I'm fronting the ICANN registry. And then from that, I have a Squarespace uh, subscription that I already use for other websites. It's just in this case, I want to say, hey, this I want to attach to its own thing. And we're going to use the Squarespace thing for that. So for right now, it's not a big deal. But as we go and further into that sort of thing, yeah, you're right. We should put that on like some sort maybe, of Maybe, hopefully, we should... I, I don't know. Are, are we going to try to get this on like uh spotify and i mean we we want to cover a bunch of bases right spotify probably i'm not sure i don't know if they do anything off rss feed we'll, but we'll a talk lot about of... it we'll talk about it when mics are off yeah we'll, we'll see what we can do about that a um, lot of the major services run off rss which is why i was doing the thing i mentioned earlier where it's like hey i should get gotcha to set up the rss feed to do the this. thing is because i was thinking ahead for once because i had i I, nice. I i was being intelligent Flailing my nice. arms wildly and nobody can see this. Um, it's actually good that more than one of us is doing this. <laughs> yeah, you've been you've been driving uh, you've been driving one side of things. I've been driving other the other. So, well, that's that's how this supposed is supposed to work. Exactly. So that's number one. Um, number two, how do we feel about this whole thing at the at the present moment? I'm <clears throat> I'm as you might be aware, uh, probably still a little bit anxious, but. I have, I have some new convictions, um, which I will explain after you give me your answer to this bit. I don't know. Um, I mean, a lot of this right now is I, I've been seeing a lot of cases of um, like uh, the past month has been a case of I've seen a lot of different things that have been different sources of, uh, of inspiration and such. And, um, a lot of that has kind of sat there and said, yeah, I still, I still want in on something like this. I still want to be able to put in like the time and stuff like that in order to make this happen. And yeah. So yeah, this is, this is part of what made me do the, uh, the EP early on with some stuff early in the month. Like, even though like the week leading up to the EP was, (laughs) I made a couple of mistakes and, and, and almost landed myself in a bad spot, but I managed to fix things, survive, and then I put out the EP like right after that as a way of working all that anxious energy into, hey, let's try and polish up these tracks while I'm sitting down instead of having to sit there and worry about how um, terrible everything might be for the next week if I don't that's do good. the following that's thing. A, that's a good, that's a good but, coping mechanism. But yeah, like the whole um, thing where I'm like, hey, this is a good outlet for a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling so, good about this. Yeah, for me... Uh, I, I've been spending a lot of time uh, just thinking and talking about um, the media landscape as a whole, especially with given that conversation we had last episode, hearkening back to that, uh, especially anxious Apple about, Arcade. Uh, not necessarily just Apple Arcade, uh, more recently I've been thinking about um, just how all movies are kind of B-movies, you know? Oh, I gotcha, yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking about that and the, just the unoriginality of content. Um, and I just got struck with something and this is going to sound extremely pretentious, which I don't want it to sound extremely pretentious, but it's going to anyway. Listen, we're, we're, we're art people. We have to sound somewhat pretentious at some point. This is something I've just learned. So be pretentious for a moment. Right. But, but I don't want it. I don't want it to sound pretentious, but it's going to. So just, just be warned about that. Mm. Is that the coming landscape of creative media and i think the coming landscape of a lot of things as a whole seems very stressed to me and that that was the point that i summarized last episode and i'm not going to go too much into detail with that right now but 
the 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 long and the short of it is something's got to break eventually and or or we are shoved into a dystopian nightmare and i know that sounds extreme but hello anxiety have you met me um <laughs> uh <laughs> uh so so yeah that sounds ex- that sounds very extreme but i honestly think if we pull this off and if we time this right right mm-hmm. that we can change the world change people's lives and change like the landscape of this whole thing oh like, th- this. all it all it takes is for us to just make like 10 or 12 people better people right and i think we can do that through our stories that we put out there so this is sort of moved beyond uh, uh, the the self-indulgence that we've mentioned in episode one of like hey i want to be able to just make stuff for a living and i'm willing to work really hard at that to here is a problem here is a problem with society that i'm noticing and i think we can use the things that we are good at and the things that we are passionate about to fix this problem yeah. Eventually. So all of this is sounds like uh, a rewording of a conversation we had earlier in the month, and um, I, I I think I think it might be. I I just wanted to get it on mics. Uh, no, for that the makes record. sense. But the, I I I'm gonna state the same thing here that I stated I think at the end of that conversation, which isn't necessarily that you sound pretentious so much as um. The, the the thing I might put it here is uh, is overly optimistic in some cases, but uh, it's better to be overly optimistic than under optimistic was also a yeah. thing I think I pointed out. And and I'm still on board with like this idea because, yeah, like as much as people might like to sit there and be like, oh, look at you, silly artist wanting to change the world. Artists do change the world. Like you have people that will sit there and be able to communicate with people on certain levels and art speaks to people. And uh, and and can get I mean, people to think about things differently and reconsider things. And it's yeah, yeah. I, like, I mean, case in point, yeah. case in point. Look at Undertale, right? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, that um, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, <laughs> that's how we're feeling about this. Uh, section three, point made. <laughs> uh, present goals. I think for you, it's just make more music. Find a job that's not shitty. Uh, more um, or less, uh, I, I have some more specifics on that, but uh, yeah, I um, I was gonna point out at some point earlier today that um, one of the particular projects I'm working on um, that I might want to sit down and retalk with you because I'll, I'll I'll go over the ins and outs of this particular project because I'm working on a couple other music projects alongside it. Um, the main musical project that, uh, for the third chair, the main musical project that Charles has been nagging me to get done for forever, um, is a project co- that, uh, I'm ca- currently calling Songs of the Metaverse, which is basically, um, an album where I've got a bunch of themes for a bunch of the characters that are involved in Gigacross currently, uh, location themes and event themes for places that exist in Gigacross and across the metaverse as a whole, um, including the varying individual stories and also in Gigacross as a, as a thing, and, uh, and yeah, like, that sort of thing. And 
just to be clear, me nagging him about this is not just entirely self-serving about, oh, I want to hear your take on my characters. A lot of it is, hey, I know that my characters are really dynamic and very different, and I'm trying to push you into making things that sound very different. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I mean, if anybody listens <laughs> which, to this which sort is, of stuff... Yeah, what we're on board with. Yeah, and if anybody listens to the sort of stuff I just put out in Echo ZP, and then they listen to um, what I did for... Um, I did a theme for one of your characters uh, that is currently called... I won't name the character themselves yet, because that's part of what I want to be talking about with you later, off mics. Yeah, but, and um, uh, also this this whole NDA thing. Yeah, like, but... Can't, uh, can't, no spoilers allowed in, in Moonshot. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, it's, it's a thing, but, uh, and, and again, this is why I wanted to discuss this with you at some point off mics, but the whole thing was, or, I was making themes for individual characters without thinking, Hey, this person's name being attached to this thing is a spoiler. But, uh, if you listen to one of the tracks, whenever it comes out at some point in the future, if someone in the future is listening to this when that's out, um, it's all like strings and horns and, and like, dark foreboding marchy stuff and that's not the sort of synth wavy thing i do at all <laughs> in my own time so yeah um it's a very fun project on that sort of thing but yeah um yeah but yeah some some cases in my case right now are a lot of what i'm doing especially after putting out the eps i'm going back and i'm re-examining some of the projects i'm working on like songs in the metaverse and like um a couple other different musical projects i'm working on is basically try and getting them to reorganize a little bit in ways that i can work on them more efficiently and better within the confines of the fact that we're now sitting there and we're like, hey, this studio thing is turning into a studio thing. Um, and then also yeah. I want to get Triaxial Records set up because that'll cover that'll cover a bunch of different bases at some point. Right. Um, Your goals. On my, on my end, my goals are finish this form and get it fired off to, at the very least, the two people who... The two, three people that I have... Who, who have basically already said, yeah, no, this this is a good idea. You should do this, and I will absolutely sign it. Um, so to finish it, to get it fired off to those people and maybe have some conversations with a few more people because I know I've talked with a lot of people about my stuff leading up to this. Yeah. And I need to see if I can track them down and ask them to if they, if they're okay with signing this thing basically that says hey um please don't talk about my stuff <laughs> i'm trying to do More this officially please please don't spoil um, my stuff um and and it includes it in, just for just for the record it does include you as well your name is on the form it's not please don't talk about my stuff it's please don't talk about our stuff yeah yeah i would absolutely expect uh heck i would i'm expecting once you get this form done that i'm one of the first people to receive them um, yeah, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna receive it. At the very least, you're gonna receive a document, um, which I'm gonna ask you to print and then, and then sign and then scan. And then I, I don't know. I don't have like a binder for this stuff or anything. Um, so yeah, that's Still. one of my goals. Yeah. The uh, the other goal that I'm working on is is lore building for our quote unquote first project, which we'll get to in the next section. Um, if we're done with. Uh, section three. Yeah, I think we are. And boy, uh, have so you been driving the lore behind this? <laughs> I really have, and I I really want to get more of your input on it. Um, but let's go with let's go with your 
let's have you go first with section four obsessions and influences just because i know my section is gonna be a bit yeah um okay so where do i start um jade cicada steve amon jade jade cicada um jade cicada steve amon Jade, Jade oh, I Cicada. Think, I think they get the point. Jade Cicada. Okay. Uh, um, just <laughs> I okay. For those who don't know, can you please tell who those uh, who those people are? Uh, okay. Uh, some like, some context like for as to why I'm completely freaking out over them. Um. So Jade Cicada was a uh, is a. I don't want to necessarily say glitch hop because uh, he does a lot of different stuff. But uh, a lot of his music tends to be more uh, on the glitch-ish, uh, like the glitch-hop-ish or IDM-ish style um, of EDM, um, although he can just stray into, like, straight dubstep at times. Um, he's a music producer. He's really good. Uh, I enjoyed his stuff for forever. Uh, well, I say for forever. It's It's been around, I don't know, what, it's been six months-ish since I got introduced to him. Um, I picked up his Brood 7 album almost immediately, and it's really good. Um, and it came out with an EP back in September, which was really nice. And I got to go see him live this past weekend. Oh, and that's holy nice. crap. Holy crap. Was it a good show? Um, and this is where I heard of the nice. other guy, Steve Haman. He was the guy that did that. Cause what this was at PlayStation theater in New York. Um, shortly uh-huh. before, uh, this was on the 26th of October. Uh, for reference, so this was the final night, pretty much, where um, where before PlayStation Theater. I don't know if it's getting shut down or if it's just closing for renovations. Um, but really nice venue, and they had this big LED screen, right? And uh, yeah. that that they'd have the the producer stand in front of with another LED screen set out so that could project and, and show stuff that where the uh, DJ would be standing in front of. And uh, there were four artists there, um, all of which were really good. Um, I had heard of, I think, two of them before, and um, everyone was was really good at that show. But Steve Haman was the guy in particular. Everyone had their own digital artist, and Steve Haman was the guy that did... He was the guy that did the visuals for Jade Cicada that night. And they were insane. They were so good. They were so, like... Nice. Kind of weird and trippy, but, like, captivating, and it's, it's insane. I have some videos, actually, that I should show you some later. I actually think I need to. I, th- I think I think I might need to check out this Jade Cicada guy. Um, I will send you a link to his Brood Seven album and his Little Creatures EP, and then um, and then yeah, I'll, I'll send you some of the videos from the set too, because I have I have one. The intro track to the set has been the thing that's been sticking with me since the show, and um, yeah, it's one of those things where I'm just like, how did he take this like? I don't want to say basic musical idea, but it was a, it was a fairly simple idea of just like, hey, let's let's build towards something. And he started to do, okay, we could do that over like two or three bars, is what most people would do. And in his case, it was like, okay, how can I turn this into a three-minute buildup? And it worked. And it was insane. Um, okay, so that's, yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's my main obsession and influence. Uh, otherwise, I'm hoping I'm yeah. hoping to get you geeking out over the music for Hotline Miami's one and two when you actually finally sit down and finish them. I know you started one. I started one. I do plan on playing some more of one tonight if I have some free time. Because um, I do understand why you like these games. 
Like I, I, I do. I also understand why you rage quit them the first time. But uh, yeah, I, no, uh, they're not. They're not easy. They're also not for everybody. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, I do absolutely understand why you like these games. There's a lot to dive into here. And so I'm probably going to be playing these like two or three times at this point. Just, just for reference, yeah. for those people who don't know or have not been playing or have not played them, this is a game where in the official wiki, there's a page dedicated to the significance of the appearances of pizza throughout the franchise. And believe me, there is a significance because otherwise they wouldn't have put it in the game. It's It's like... You, you think uh, he that, sounds think like a conspiracy nut. He's not. <laughs> it's yeah. just the, the, the devs for this in particular, like I did some digging after I, I played through a little bit and like, yeah, they're just that like they, they go that in depth on stuff. So I understand we need now. To, this is one of those things where we need to have a, a moonshot extras where the two of us just don't really discuss things. And we go off our separate ways and do our own research about this, and then we come together and we discuss everything about them. We need to because let me play just, the two games yeah. first, but yeah, no, you we play do the that. two game, but like, yeah, that we, that's something we should do. Um, all right, your turn. All right, obsessions. And so influences. my turn for obsessions and influences. Um, first of all, since it's spooky season, I've got to mention um, puppet combos. Got some good stylistic uh, spooky stuff. But I find that his actual works are short and a bit lacking. Uh, not to mention, like, there's nothing driving me to finish his games, right? There's no plot. There's no overarching anything, really. Um, but he's good. He's a good dev. He's got good style. So if if you like style without substance in a, in a horror setting, he's your man. Uh, he does PS One style graphics. It's it's pretty great. I, I bought oh. a couple of his games. I yeah, know. Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah, I cannot sit down and play uh, uh, Night of the Nun anymore <laughs> after last night. See, now you um, get why I bailed on that. No, game in I totally, Florida. I totally get it. It's absolutely different when you're sitting behind the keyboard. Um, Jerk. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Uh, there's also other devs I respect within the same sort of thing, the whole retro graphics. Airdorf, which I absolutely stand by. He's the guy who made uh, Faith 1 and 2. You can get them on itch.io. They're super cheap right now and absolutely worth it because, my God, I adore his games. Um, but beyond that, uh, I also started playing Axiom Verge again, so uh, Tom Hap. Uh Great game dev. I absolutely love everything about Axiom Verge. It's such a good game. Yeah. He's, a, now, he's just a good dude, too. Yeah, no, he's cool. And uh, now, onto the, I guess, the main course of this section. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Mega Man Battle Network. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be like, oh, are we jumping into retrospective already where we're doubled up on that because I didn't episode, uh, uh, I didn't edit the uh, last episode in time? But no, you just brought no. up the fact that, oh, yeah, we have that. I'm like, oh, yeah, we have thing that we've been first, doing that and then we get first. to do then okay. we get to do the retrospective. Yeah. Okay, because, um, yeah, I still need to pick up and at least beat five because um, I own it and I, I should still. Yeah, but five sucks. So I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh. So. Uh, one thing that happened to me like a year or two years ago as I started playing Battle Network series from 2. And here's the thing. I'm not a Mega Man fan. 
No, you're not. not. <laughs> I've played Classic, and I just, you know, it's fine. I've almost beaten Mega Man 2, and I, I just can't be bothered. It's not that it's not that I'm at the level of dislike where I just can't play it. I just, I can't be bothered. I'm too lazy to put in the time and the effort. <laughs> and yeah. it just it's just too much for me. I find Battle it, Network, on the yeah. other hand, has a totally unique combat system. And it's really a shame. I, I found it immediately a shame. And, like, I immediately started playing 2, and I just felt this sense of emptiness. Not from 2, but from the fact that I know that there's never going to be another game like Battle Network. Right? Never again in a million years. Well. 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 We decided to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. So, one of the things I did... Is we is we sat down and we dis- and we discussed, okay, if we're gonna make a Battle Network spiritual successor, we're gonna need to do it like this is gonna be to Battle Network as Axiom Verge is to Super Metroid. Or what was the other comparison you made? As Watch- uh, Watchmen is to Justice League. As Watchmen is to Justice League. Except not so, actually. Yeah. Except not yeah, quite as nihilistic. Much. Pr- uh, not nihilistic, no, but but definitely as dark. Yeah, uh, definitely as dark. Um, so one of the things we're working with uh, is is we're we're slowly uncovering all of the lore. We're going to be watching Anti uh, Warrior together. Um, That's going to be fun. You need to read the but, manga. I keep telling you. you I need do need to, to read, read the manga. manga. I I haven't gotten to that yet, and I will get to that. But I I haven't done that yet because um, yeah, there the manga's take on six helps with a lot of the lore stuff we've been working with recently. We've uh, been working on with six. All right, yeah. So uh, one of the things that I found lacking from the Battle Network series is the lore is great, but often the character dialogue and and the the emotion the emotional weight that you'd want behind such a like cool action game is just it's not there. Right, it it feels like a shonen anime. Yeah, kinda. Your your and emotional moments can sometimes feel kind of forced. Other moments can land kind of flat. Um, your character writing won't always necessarily be the best. It's it's a especially yeah. later series. Like there are some mo- there are some legitimate moments in one and two that are just like whoa, and those are those are the things that we are 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 running off of. Right. Yeah. Doesn't um, uh, like the, didn't you say that like, I, and again, this is one of the reasons why I should go back and play two. Uh, was it wait? Was it yeah. two or three? There's one where Land literally just dies, and Mega Man is just like, nah. Yeah, I'm that just was in break space time and bring you back. That was in two. Uh, it, at the end, towards the end of two. Uh, spoiler warning, by the way, towards the end of Battle Network two, um, uh, the net world and the real world start to converge thanks to this like crazy amount of radiation that the bad guys using a generator to make because he's trying to do some like crazy thing. Um, and so Lan, the main character has to climb this, this apartment building and the higher he goes, the stronger the radiation gets to a point where the radiation is so strong during the final battle that he just can't move. Um, and he he his heart basically stops, and Mega Man goes, "No, use mine." I refuse. Yeah, pretty much. Um, 
So, th- so there are some pretty emotional moments in it, but later in the series, they kind of like fall flat, and and the and the lore feels kind of it's it's cool, but it feels kind of made up as they go along. Which the dark chips could have been handled so much better, and Shade Man had about, so much better Everything about four was everything about four and five was just. Eh. Four should have um, been two games. Four should have been the tournament arc dealing with the dark chips, and then the threat of duo. Um, yeah, like that would have made um, sense, but they didn't. But they didn't do, do that. that. Um, so we have been focusing on a lot of the elements across the six games, uh, not counting um, uh, network transmission. The, oh yeah, the, the GameCube game. Yeah, the one where um, they, for whatever reason, had zero show up. Yeah, but that yeah. was. That's we- I've looked into the lore of that, and it's absolutely bizarre. The, that um, particular game actually makes no sense, even by their lore standards. <clears throat> it it makes some sense, but it's also just completely like off the wall and doesn't make any sense when you look. It makes sense on its own, but it doesn't make sense when you look at it next to, especially Battle Networks 1 and 2, which it takes place right in between. But... Yeah. Uh, our 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 whole thing is this: we're going to take the, a lot of the lore from it, and we're going to sort of translate it into our own terms. We're going to try to capture the feel of Battle Network, tweak the battle system a little bit so it's a little bit different, um, and in general, try to make it a little bit more emotionally uh, mature and emotionally satisfying. And that's our first major pro- project. But before that. We're making a pandemic-style uh, video board game um, that we've we've decided that takes place in the same in, universe. In the same universe, we um, realized that we, what was the, basically that was born out of our realization that, like, hey, if you look at a lot of the ways in which these sort of things interact with this uh, with this set of of rules surrounding its world building and its lore, yeah. there's a lot of potential for weird, horrific stuff to go on here. And some of that's yeah, happening absolutely. in the game. And, and, and looking at some of the yeah. classic Mega Man lore stuff, we, we looked at things and we noticed, hey, this particular thing that happens in the Mega Man series or this particular figure in the Mega Man series isn't translated over to Battle Network. Um, Why? And, so we and thought, how do we like, fix that? What, what could we do with something like that? Obviously, names are going to be different. Obviously, uh, a lot of the lore is going to be sort of our own, sort of made-up thing. Uh, we're going to change the system so it's a bit more original. Uh, obviously, we don't want to step on any toes here, but we do want to create something very cool inspired by the Battle Network series. And I think that's going to be one of our first kickoff projects because if you are a fan of Battle Network, you've probably noticed that there's a lot of discourse online regarding battle network stuff that's not like a lot of fandoms are toxic yeah but the battle network fandom that i've seen is just kind of sad that the games are gone um like they're not making them anymore and yeah sure uh, mega man star force happened but yeah it's not the same that didn't it, it isn't the same and it didn't fill the hole that battle network left behind so that's sort of our goal here uh, with this project, um, so I've been playing the through one, and I played through two, and I'm in the process of pl- replaying through two, just to collect a bunch of lore stuff. Now that we have this idea in place, and I've been working on that, uh, and that's 
the story of that. Yeah. I would say so, the the way we could describe this project is basically we're drawing a lot of heavy inspiration from Battle Network and um I suppose this is going to end up being kind of like what like what I have for a while I don't know I, I I stopped watching the series and I don't know if it if it if it strayed from this it wouldn't surprise me if it did given how often it's been axed and then revived as an anime um but I keep comparing fairy tale to one piece in the sense that I say fairy tale is what one piece should have been um fairy tale is um, one piece done right this is kind of the that's kind of the idea we're going for except not with like 30,000 volumes of filler yeah no it's it's going <laughs> to be a big project but it's going to be a big project because the Battle Network games were limited by their memory. Yeah, right? and, and, and they case. tried to make them huge, uh, but they just couldn't because of the cartridges uh, limiting them. So we're making a lot of stuff that's reminiscent of Game Boy era, like 2008 stuff. And I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah, and we're also um, not nearly as constrained by hardware as they are. So we are not. We yeah. are constrained by one little tiny thing, which is neither of us knows how to code uh, yet. Yet, neither of us knows how to code yet. yet. I, I I've been thinking about maybe, possibly, potentially putting some time into learning Python, but that's uh, for a for a future episode. So yeah, I feel like I, that's that's yeah. that segment done. Yeah. Yep. So now we move on to the retrospective, and as you know, we did not do a retrospective for number three, Sorry. Uh, because we had that big, difficult uh, talk to have, which we had in, in place of that. Which was um, totally not covering up for the fact that I didn't edit the third episode on, uh, second episode on time. What are you talking uh, sh- about? Shush. That's totally not what that was covering up. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> so. Right. So we went back and we listened to uh, episode two and episode three, and we took a few notes on uh, things we want to bring up in this retrospective. So just to be clear, uh, this episode is going to be a little bit longer than uh, our usual episode because we ran a bit a little bit long talking about our projects and talking about our um, hopes and dreams uh, and uh, about undertale i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> so <laughs> there's a there's a hopes and dreams joke in there uh yeah. if only copyright didn't exist i could cut in some of hopes and dreams in there um i mean you could like i don't know i could probably get away with that under fair use or just like message toby fox and be like hey hey can i yeah, cool? can i borrow can I two or three this? seconds of this song that you did for your opus magnum uh op- op- yeah opus magnum for for a three second joke in a podcast nobody's gonna see yeah. it for a while uh, <laughs> um, probably just so, be like, oh yeah, sure, bro. Um, I mean, yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you go first with some of your comments, and we'll go, we'll go like back and forth, I guess, with them. All right. Uh, so moonshot two. Um, <laughs> remember the f- the time in the first one where I said one of my feedback was that I kept setting my coke bat all down in the first episode on the desk, yep, and, it would and rattle. then you d- did sort of the same thing and. I had a note about that too. Like both of us fidget fidget a lot in these episodes. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of the reason that we fidget a lot is because we're still nervous about this. I mean, we're essentially we're putting our hearts out there for you to judge. True. Um, and I think it's fair that we should that we're a little bit fidgety 
uh, I also think that it that both of us have some like m- brain motor issues uh, which lead to that. I know I've always been a fidgeter. So uh, next time maybe uh, we could look into some quiet fidget toys or something like that. Yeah. He I need says, to, yeah. pulling out a fidget spinner. <laughs> Still more quiet than, than yeah. Um, um, so yeah, that that was a thing uh, yeah. that I had mentioned. Yeah. Another thing is last time we brought in, uh, we brought up the topic. I think it was in episode two. Yeah, in episode two we brought up the topic of whether this podcast is self indulgent or not, and whether art is self indulgent or not. Um, and I think. Uh, given my argument that I presented earlier, I think this is a transcended self-indulgence at this point. It has, um, but I don't think it doesn't make it not somewhat self-indulgent. Like I, like I also said during that episode, I still think that there's a certain amount of self-indulgence that has to go into this just in order to make it something that we can keep going on. Right, but that it's not a bad thing. Because yeah. the, phrase, the phrase self-indulgence carries a negative connotation true true uh so yes there is some amount but i i think i i just wanted to raise the point that i don't think i don't think that this is uh self-indulgent anymore i think this is more than that um yeah i'll i'll agree on that I don't think it was ever just self-indulgence, but I do I do think there is a certain amount yeah. of self-indulgence involved, I think. Which, I mean, again, this is one of those cases of... Um, uh, I find myself having CGP Grey Syndrome again in the sense that I will go back and listen to my uh, the way I, I articulate something in a previous episode or something like that. And I'll sit there and I'll go like, no, that's not what I meant. I meant it like this. Why couldn't I have said it like this? This would have made more sense. Why? But the problem is at that point it's already on tape and I've already edited it and I'm just like, ah, whatever. So, so you just learn from it is all. Kinda. I mean, a, a lot of a lot of the editing process is mostly me sitting there going, "Why do I do this?" Um, and then and then trying to fix it, and then realizing I'm only kind of fixing it, and then getting aggravated at myself and going, "Why do I do this?" And then it's an endless vicious cycle. But yep. it's it's hopefully one that will lead to some self improvement. Hopefully. Uh, do you have any more? I do you have any more comments about two? I have two more comments. Um, the jingle has finally been settled on. <coughs> um, sorry, say again. The the podcast jingle has finally been settled on. Finally, Yay. finally, <laughs> I, Yay. I finished. I the actually thing. think it sounds pretty good. Yeah, I think you put it in a weird place, but <laughs> okay. But uh, to that's be fair, not really my decision to make to, uh, because you're the audio engineer. The joke was made that it had to be edited in that place, so that's where it went. But that's not necessarily where it's going to yeah, stay. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. There's also the um, fact that uh, uh, in in all that, like, oh, here's all this stuff, I also basically came to the conclusion, yeah, we need a separate outro. So that's something I'm going to be working yeah, on in the future. So now you need to make an outro. Um, uh, I want to note that the article that I kept talking about having to write for, for MIDI stuff still isn't done because companies keep announcing new <laughs> MIDI. New, they keep announcing new MIDI controllers every single time. I'm like, alright, well, this draft is done. Time to send it off to the guy that's going to publish it. And I'm just like, that thing doesn't work like that anymore because they just refreshed that entire line and now all of those keyboards don't work the same way they did. And Table flip! And, and then I have to go back and I have to go re-ow my elbow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ow. That hurt. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, then I have to go back and Are you okay? Everything. Yeah, I just leaned back and whacked it against the, the my bedpost and ow. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'll be fine. There's a big spike where you can see where it, <laughs> the impact happened. But yeah, so oh that's not done. My YouTube logo is still out of date, but that's mostly because I'm trying to work on... Um, uh, a proper banner image in Photoshop overall, and uh, that's taken a little bit more time. I'm going through the actual design process from that. Um, um, my oh, next and I is... don't like Dirk Monkey anymore because I found out he just does the same thing over and over and over again. Okay then. Anyways, what are your comments? Uh, my next comments. I have two more comments about episode two, and then we can move on to episode three. All right. Um, when I've said I've said I said I don't like this. Uh, I don't like X. I don't like Y. Uh, specifically, I think the context was I, I don't like Sonic. Um, I, I want to clarify when I say when I say I don't like something, that doesn't mean I hate that thing. I am angry at that thing, and that no. thing can go die. I don't mean that. I mean no, that would be I harsh. I don't like that thing. I don't dislike that it's thing, but I don't tea. like that thing either. Yeah. Um, that's always, that's what I mean by that. Yeah, that's always what I figured that meant. Um, also, I just wanted to clarify that for the third chair. As well. Yeah, I was going to send you a copy of Sonic Generations anyway, and then I realized I couldn't find my second copy. Oops. So. And then you didn't. And then I didn't. I sent you. I sent you. Uh, uh, Halos three ODST and four though. Um, cool. And uh, and your 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 recording mic is in that box too. Nice. All right, so. so episode five will be sounding fresh as a bagel. <laughs> Hopefully, assuming you you might have to like FaceTime me in order for me to try and help run through how the interface works, but hopefully not because it should be fairly easy to operate. All you got to do is download the driver for the thing first. All right. Um, so the last point I have about number two is that we mentioned the name of a school that we went to together. Um, personally. I'm of the opinion that we should censor that somehow just yeah. because and then... I don't, I don't want to be on record uh, say, having said that I don't like this school and to influence someone to basically sit there and go, Oh, well, if that person doesn't like that school, then I'm not going to like that school. So screw that. I'm not even going to bother applying here's the thing well yeah you have you have that and then i came out on the other side of this we got into this a little bit beforehand and we did and yeah. we decided we needed mics on for this we did uh, so this discussion walk through your side of things and then i'll walk through my side of things just before we before we get super into it we should point out that this is us, us actively debating he, here okay so here is the thing uh the school we went to is a business school that we tried to take uh game design and graphic design at um and to be fair there was those programs there wasn't they weren't terrible and they they were just a little wonky uh to be clear um the, the problem i don't think the problem was that it was a business school and we tried to take creative majors at it i think the problem was that it wasn't the school for us even though we thought so at first and compounded with that, I know I certainly wasn't ready for school yet. Um, so that school is right for someone. Uh, every school is someone's right school. So I don't think you should judge your, uh, your choice of school and your opinion based on my opinion. 
I don't think that's how this should work. And that's why I think we should black out the name of that school. Um, or our opinion, not just mine. Um, and that's why I think we should censor the name of that school uh, to, you know, prevent that from happening from people from basing their opinion on ours. Yeah. And I, I can see where you're coming from with that, but at the same time, um, I do feel like, like, I, I, I certainly don't want to name person names cause in that no, case, we, we it's, should not. Yeah. That's, that's a whole different can of worms that I don't want to, I don't want to mess with. Like if we're talking about I something we in, a, should in a negative censor, I think we should censor places and personal information and names. Personal information, yes. When it comes to places like the school and stuff like that, though, I think that's something that we don't necessarily have to. No, I, don't I mean, have to like, be... like this is this is the general area I live in. I think we should censor that. Oh, like that sort of thing. I mean, like there was a bit of talk about that in episode one, where you where we mentioned, you know, and so I, I don't know. I kind of feel like I want to cut. A bit of that out. I am, or, or censor a little bit of that. I don't know. That I think is is left up to the two of us personally. In this case, I'm perfectly fine with saying, "Hey, I currently live in Long Island. Like, I'm 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 on Long Island. That's a thing I'm perfectly okay I with mean, saying." Okay, you but, know what? That's that's entirely fair because there are a lot of people there, and there are a lot of people where I live. But I'm not going to bring it up again. I'm not going to hide it. But I'm also not gonna. I don't want to bring it up again. Yeah, like um, I, I. That's that's the way I'm gonna treat that sort of thing. Is like it's not a thing I'm gonna sit there and be like, "Hey guys, I'm, did you know I'm from Long Island? I'm on Long Island, guys. Guys, I'm on Long Island." That's not a thing I'm going to be doing. But at yeah, the well, same you're not time, vegan. If I'm not what? <laughs> yeah, you're not vegan. <laughs> it took me a second to process that, but wow. Um, but at the same time, the the like, I'm not going to necessarily hide from that or hide from like, hey, you know, I went over to this town. I'm not going to sit there and say, hey, I went, you know, over to this vague, mysterious place. Like, if I am heading over to another town, I will just say that town is, you know, wherever or whatever. But when it comes to things like the the schools or some of the institutions we'll deal with, um, in some cases, I find like I feel like avoiding or actively censoring the names is a bit overkill when it comes to individual people it, like yeah given today's internet climate there can be a lot of damage that's done but when it comes to you know personal experiences at a place like a college i mean that's that's different because the the college is always the college experience is always different for everyone so if we sit there and we say hey we went here at this point where, um, you know, the particular programs we were involved with were very young. They weren't quite figured out quite yet. Um, it's a business school, so it wasn't quite uh, geared in this specific way necessarily. It was geared more this way, and we didn't know that and going into this and all in that. A, in addition to being a business school, it was also a weird business school. Like, things were laid out very weirdly, and, and it was, not necessarily yeah. how either of our brains work. Kind of weirdly, so. I mean, speak for yourself. Some of the classes I took with uh, with with um, the hell's the name of that one? Well, professor were some of the most interesting classes I ever took. But yeah, yeah, but like the 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 the, the stand-ins that they used instead of history and English. Oh uh, yeah, got kind of wacky. Um, it, it also didn't transfer right. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'll admit to that, but I still think us sitting there and saying, hey, we can't say the name of the school we went to, like, that's not a thing that other people necessarily shy away from uh, from doing, and I don't think we should either. Because it's not, we're not referring to a person in that case, we're referring to an institution and the way the institution does things, and the way uh, we happen to interact with that, which is going to be different than the way other people are going to interact with that. It's like, uh, it's like how um, people saying... Uh, I don't know, like, different people have different uh, interactions with Microsoft than they do with Sony, than they do with Nintendo, across different things. They won't shy away from, from that, necessarily. I don't think we should shy away from that here. Um, yeah, that's, you know what, that's that's entirely fair. I didn't think of it as, you know, this this college is a corporate entity, not a, uh, a thing that we need to necessarily worry about. Yeah, so, it's not... Yeah, you know what, that's fair. That's entirely fair. Yeah, it's not necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a corporate entity, but it is still, you know, a business. It's a business school. Um, you know, we paid for the time that we spent there with money. Um, so uh, us sitting there and saying, like, hey, we went to this place. We we, we paid to go to Champlain College um, is not necessarily a thing I think deserves, like, a, 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 like a sensor bleep or a... a like silent cut or something like over that or us what was it? What dancing was it? 20, around or whatever. Two hundred and forty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I love that half of this is just us referencing John Mulaney now. Have you seen any of the specials yet or no? I haven't yet. Yeah, I haven't had that. Oh had my god! You need to, you need it, to see Kid I'm, Gorgeous I'm at gonna Radio City. Try to make time for that. Oh, on you need Sunday. to. Because um, once you once you get all these sketches in context, they're hysterical. Yeah, they're so yeah, much yeah. better. It's great. I, I've seen I've seen that one now, yeah. and it is it is the references are better. Anyway, yeah. So, so I think I, we can move on to episode three now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think we finished that. Unless you, you see, yeah, I no, sorry, I, I kind of cut anything. you off there for a second. I think we both kind of tried to be we like cut each other off and, and, then, and then tried to be like oh sorry. Hey, let's, let's, let's talk about episode three. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, right. I have it down so, with the the place names thing was an episode three thing um you were i i had it uh i had it marked down and as an episode three thing not as an episode two thing maybe i missed it in episode two maybe we talked about (laughs) it a little bit in both shrug um uh okay i feel like we've already addressed my first point um my second point is uh, uh, regarding episode three, and I guess a bit of it, episode two and one, is I think we should cut back on the foul language just for these podcasts. A little bit, yeah. That's... Just because, just because I feel like they make them slightly less accessible. Yeah, um, that's not a, it's not, not a, a bad I'm not way to think about it. I'm afraid of offending people, but I do want, like, if if you think about the kind of person you would be when you'd be listening to. Uh, when you'd be listening to people who are creative talk about things, when you discovered, um, or when I discovered Tomska, right? Or, or when you discovered uh, CGP Grey and people like that, right? We were like teenagers, right? Yeah, I mean... And yeah, sure, okay, yeah. It's, it's cool. It's cool to be edgy and, and swear a lot. And at this point, for both of us, it's just... Uh, we're Irish-ish, and it's sort of been ingrained into our vocabulary. I'm Irish, German, and Slavic. <laughs> so, very little bit Slavic, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of been ingrained into our into our heads through over the culture. Um, but or at least we're 90% I, sure it's Slavic. I just but. feel like it makes it 
a little bit more unprofessional. And, yeah. And we could use that kind of language when we talk to each other, but I think we should keep it out of moonshot, you know? Yeah. And plus, it's also way funnier when you <laughs> when you censor swear words occasionally. Um, yeah. Like, there was the time uh, I was listening, I was catching up on Cortex, and there's a point where CGP, and I'm going to say the whole thing, but I'm going to have to censor it later, but it's going to be really funny, because CGP Grey refers to the uh, the Slack logo that they did at a redesign earlier on this year as a dick pinwheel, and they censored it, oh and it was, it was so funny with the censor bleep, so, uh, and it, hopefully it should it be does, funny It here. does make things funnier. Um, so, so yeah. yeah, we could try, we could try that. So yeah, no, I, I will just flat out agree on that. And that's the thing I've, I've, as I was editing to through two and three, I was sitting there and I was like, I should go back at some point, find like, I might even be able to just synthesize my own sensor bleep, which is the really funny thing when you think about it. It's like, oh, I don't, I don't, I'm too lazy to search the internet for a sensor bleep. Let me pull out my $300 synthesizer and just make my own. <laughs> Like I can just do that, but um, just make a tone. I, you could probably just make a tone on the internet, even if you didn't have that. But but where's the fun in that when I can use my three hundred dollar cord monologues extra- for extraordinarily expensive machine? It's not even extraordinarily expensive, <laughs> but I can use my somewhat expensive synthesizer for professional thing, equipment. Yeah, professional grade synthesizer for uh, something extremely mundane is making a sensor bleep. So yeah, no, I'll just I'll just straight up agree with you there that that's the thing that we should probably try and watch if we can. Um, All right. Um, so you uh, go. Um, my one thing. Uh, what was your next comment? Well, about my throwing? one thing that I was gonna point out was there was a point where um, it sounded like we were debating on whether or not we were having three or five as a backlog, but I feel like we kind of already answered that earlier on today um, before with, the, the, the show, three. where we were like, "Yeah, no, it's gonna be three. So um, episode one will be I up feel and, like and on the airwaves at some point by like." I've you know, done a little bit of thinking two. about that too. Um, I think that five episodes, while while a more reasonable. A buffer for us is as like okay we have some content it is less reasonable for the audience because it means it's going to take longer for our news to get to them yeah and it's going to take longer for their feedback to get to us and then back to them right yeah um so if we ever want to do a question segment that's going to make it really hard yeah if we ever want to do like you know people bring up concerns that we want to address it's going to make it really hard for us to address them which is going to make things um probably not uh the the word that comes to mind is pr nightmare but that's probably not uh, it's probably not going to be that extreme yeah but um, I, but it, but yeah. it's still a, an issue that that five episode buffer um so we we, with. So we solved that question earlier um the new way. question i have actually now that i've been i've been thinking on it for about the past like hour and a half um has basically been um hey maybe at some point once we get after we get the first three episodes out of the way i have an editing style down i have you know we have a couple set of standards going on and whatnot is yeah. uh, there might be a point where I might put out an extra one before we record another one, just so that we have a two episode buffer, so that we have even less of a buffer, so we have oh, so we can keep things a little bit more current. Because uh, again, and I keep referencing this show, but it's there. Um, it's it's uh, a lot of it's kind of like what we're doing now, sort of, but in a sort of different way. But the way Cortex did it for a while was they had the first, I think, ten they did. Um, it was the same deal. They did a, a three-episode buffer starting out, and then eventually at some point it just got to the point where it was just current. Like, there was a... there was. A, I think... Yeah. I, I think having a buffer is a good idea. Yeah. 
um, especially while we're both busy, because especially with, um, and part of the reason, like, I will say this, this is the October episode. We are recording the October episode in November, and part of that is because... We recorded um, the September episode in early October, and in, in, in like the in like October like tenth, right? It was like really late. It was way later that. because things kept getting um, in the way, and you had school, yeah. and I had so, work, and we had all this stuff, and just life kept getting I feel in like the way. The and, issue with yeah. that is that the the smaller we make the buffer, then if you can't edit an episode in time, or if I can't be there to record in time. If we have to release an episode, right? Yeah. Um, that will decrease the buffer on its own, right? Yeah. Um, and I think we should keep it at three just for the time being because we're both going to be pretty busy. Um, and if if for some reason we can't, um, it provides us more safety. So Fair it's, enough. it's sort of a tra- – the buffer is sort of a trade-off between safety and – um, the the feedback of the viewers, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, um, I don't think we're gonna have a whole lot of viewers starting off, but you never. The internet's a weird, like you said the other the other episode. The internet's a weird place, and you never know who might show up to these. Um, you never knew who might show up to the party. You really never yeah. do. So yeah, and so, we've got all this out on mics now. So in case anybody asks at any point, or anybody in the audience is confused, there's this whole section laying out our reasoning behind yep. why we have. So people the way probably they are. will have heard this. Um, so my next comment about episode three is: at one point I said uh, community colleges are superior. Uh, what I meant by that, I want to clarify what I meant by that, um, because I have a reason that I said that, and I, like. There, there are reasons to go to a community college, and there are reasons to go to another college. Mm-hmm. I think a community college is superior because even if even if they don't offer you a four-year degree, or even if they don't offer you as good of a degree, is that the teachers that are working there, the professors that are working there, are not there to uh, do research and do science. They're there to profess. They're there to teach. That's their job. That's what they want to do. If they wanted to do research, then they'd be working at like MIT or something and they'd be doing research and then they'd still have to teach and they'd come to class and they'd not want to teach. The people who are working at a community college want to teach you. Yeah. They want you to succeed. And that's why I say that community colleges are better. Um, it's certainly a better deal, honestly, because yeah. you're going to save money in the long run off of like, you know scholarships and stuff. Yeah. Um, and even then, like if you're not at a community college, a lot of the stuff that uh, some of the classes I took that I I thoroughly like enjoyed, got a lot of time out of, um, were almost all taught by uh, I think they were taught by adjuncts, where they didn't necessarily have like a residency at the college or, or had like yeah. a full time thing or whatever. No, I think a lot of the professors yeah. that I respected uh, up there were adjuncts actually yeah like um most of them had either some other thing that they were doing or it was like it wasn't necessarily their um i don't want to yeah, say teaching wasn't their day job but it was like they were there to teach but it wasn't like they were there to teach but their residency was like do research and do this and do that and do the other thing they was... were there to teach but they didn't have to teach exactly they were there because they chose to be yeah um and, and I've seen I see, most of why I say this is because I've seen the exact opposite thing happen. My sister went to an engineering school that I will not name, um, 
And a lot of the professors there were there because they wanted to do research. But she had to deal with, okay, this professor doesn't speak very good English. They're very smart, but they don't know how to teach because they have to teach a, as their research profession. But then they want to do research. So they, they don't, they're not good teachers because they don't want to teach. Not that they, not that they don't not want to teach, but they're, they're not there to teach as their primary function. Teaching is a thing that they have to do secondary in order to do their research. Is this which is not? Am I am I allowed to ask if was this was this MIT? No, it was not MIT. Okay, because uh, MIT has that. Repeat- I'll just tell you, MIT has that, but yeah. it, was, it was actually a different school. I'll tell you off, mics. I don't want this school. I don't want to mention. Okay, fair because enough. this is a big school, uh, and. Yeah, I mean um, they matter even less if we do mention them. Then, but still, I mean, yeah. they do. But I still, I still don't because there are people who, there are people who out there who have their hearts set on going to this school. Well, yeah, but and I don't want to be the guy who like basically steps on their dreams. Well, there's a difference between stepping on the dreams and warning people of like, hey, be ready to see these kind of pitfalls when you go there because not everything's. I mean, I feel like I've already it, done but, that, <laughs> but like more generally. Fair. Be be ready when you go to a big school that this kind of thing is going to happen. Fair. So I'll I'll edit some of the 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 further debating of stuff out later on. Yeah. Um, Talking about editing while actually running the show. Woohoo! Anyways, uh, continue. So, uh, did you have another point about three? Um, I have one more. I don't think I had much because we we touched on the main thing that was my uh, my third point already. Um, which gotcha. is basically the the thing where you were like, "Hey, here's uh, um, like, back when you were sitting there, and you were like, "Hey, I'm getting all the NDAs and stuff like that." Like we had a, a bigger conversation about um the sort of stuff that was going to go into stuff uh, after the big uh, like heavy conversation at the end of three. Um, yeah, that uh, you covered a lot of that already. Where it was like, "Hey, we're we're getting all of the 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 nitty gritty, annoying kind of sucky stuff out of the way." Well, now, rather we're than not later. because there's going to be more. Well, but we're yes. we're trying to work on uh, shaving it down a little bit. Basically, trying to mitigate any any potential issues that might arise. And the idea here is that we'll get some of this sort of stuff out of the way as much as it might suck right now, so that things suck way less in the future if things go, yeah. go south. And uh, and yeah, so it's it's a thing. That was that was my thing, and and we kind of already touched on that. So, um. I had a final point, but I kind of don't want to say it because I just don't. I just don't feel like it anymore. <laughs> it was. It was like I wanted to talk about. Ooh, hey, look, there's there's a moral to the me and the hotline Miami story, except that I've been thinking about it for the hour that we've been doing this, and there kind of really isn't. So. <laughs> Save that for the Hotline Miami episode. Wait until I finish the game first. Yeah. <laughs> Leave that uh, one for like, later. It, was, it, was, it, was a moral, it wasn't a moral to the story itself. It was a moral to my story about the game uh, that, that I told in the other Oh, like uh, in the other episode. W- yeah, what like, was it? Basically give things a second chance and also learn to sleep on stuff sometimes? I, more like just like... N- know when know when to know i don't i see this is why i didn't want to bring it up because <laughs> i didn't actually have a point <laughs> i think the moral of the story is occasionally you should give some stuff a try and when it continues to frustrate you instead of throwing yourself against the wall literally put it no, down actually, and I do sleep remember on it, it. <laughs> i do remember i do remember it because because 
part of the lesson that I learned my second round through of Hotline Miami is like the first one, the first time I played it, I got angry at it, right? Mm-hmm. But then I picked it up a second time, and I wasn't angry at it. I was frustrated at it at points, but I was never angry at it. Um, I, w- I was never angry at the first game. At the second game, the second game, there are parts of the second game that piss me off. Oh yeah, but I at that point, I was part. already in too deep to back out. <laughs> <laughs> they had you. They had you already. They had me. They had me. But I didn't get mad at the first game after I played the fir- after I played it. I died a lot. Like I sucked at the game. Like I was pretty good, but also I sucked. That's sort of the way it goes with Hotline Miami. Um, so I never got mad. I never got like like clenched fists and rage. I was just like, oh well, I died. Time to try again. Yeah. Um, and I think that is the lesson to take away from this: is that when you get angry about stuff, that anger is going to build, and you are going to remember that. And you're going to blow that out of proportion in your memory. And the lesson here is take a minute. Just chill. Take a minute to maybe not be so angry about things. And then when you take a minute to not be angry, then you'll be less angry. I I don't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i was like hang on hang on he's he's, he's, he's going somewhere with this like he's, he's got something he's got something here and, i, I and, almost and, had it hmm, wait nope no oh okay i almost had it yeah. all right um i i think it's about time i think it's about it's about time for shameless plugs all right uh shameless plugs i will link uh i like i said uh, i will link jade cicada's uh um little creatures ep and brood 7 album um in the show notes slash the description uh i will also link some of steve haman's work because holy crap that dude does not get nearly enough credit for the amount of awesome stuff that he does um while you're at it uh put up uh Tom Hap, Airdorf, and Puppet Combo's Twitter feeds and possibly itch.io links. Oh. Because uh, they do deserve some love. Yes, and uh, while we're talking about indie devs, uh, Galaxy Trail did their uh, their update on, uh, their annual update on Freedom Planet 2 this year, um, nice. which is nice, and I'm still super, super, oh, yeah, super excited for that ben game. Ben Burns, obviously. Don't forget to link him. Oh. I know we didn't mention him in the episode, but he is a paragon of positivity. Oh. Dude, amongst great. the toxic sea that is Twitter. I will, uh, the, um, in between last episode and current episode, uh, uh, two hour album challenge happened in October and I will link the, uh, the album for that. Any purchases that go, any purchases of that album go to the angel of hope charity to help, uh, help foster kittens. So, um, so oh, yeah. Nice. And also his, uh, his game color jumper, I think just got ported to switch. So congrats on that. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ben, ben Burns is a great dude and he's super responsive too. Like I've had whole conversations with him on Twitter. Oh yeah. Same. He's great. He's a great guy. Um, so yeah, don't forget. Yeah. Link Tom hat, uh, puppet combo, Airdorf. Uh, and Ben Burns. Yeah. Um, 
those are those are my Twitter people. Uh, also link their itch.io's so you can people can go buy their games. Yep. Um, on Twitter, I am uh, I am Charles Ard. No, you're Hummus Man 300 on. I am Hummus Man 300 on. This is the third episode in a row that we've both gone, oh, you're this on Twitter. And then you've been like, one of the two of us has been like, no, you're something different. Well, <laughs> my, my Twitter handle is listed as something different. Because right now I think I'm still in the middle of my. Uh, you're still Jacket O' Lantern I'm, on Twitter. I'm still Jacket O' Lantern because I had a Halloween themed pun. Yeah. Um, a Halloween so yeah, I am Hummus Man 300 on Twitter. I am Charles Zard with two R's on Tumblr. I am, I think, yeah, I'm also Charles Lord with one R on Archive of Our Own, as well as, what's the other thing that I usually mention? YouTube. YouTube, I'm Thomas Smith, Um Yeah, that's it. That's all my accounts. All right. And then on my end, uh, Twitter, at BacksbinZX. Tumblr is uh, the Backspin Alchemist. I don't normally mention my Tumblr, but I'll mention it here just because you're mentioning it. And, uh, if if I mean, worst Tumblr's, source. I mean, people like, will Tumblr see you and I interacting. less and less toxic the more time I've spent on there. I mean, especially after discovering foxes and love. Mostly because a lot of the people that were toxic grew up, understood that they were toxic, and or got kicked off the site. And like, while there's still a lot of nonsense, and I still consider it the worst of the social media platforms that I'm on, um, it's it's I, sans like Facebook actually functionally but, because yeah. no one's actually like no one's actually giving a shit about Tumblr, which honestly makes it kind of cool. It's it's an interesting thing because the fact that not nearly as many people care about Tumblr as a social media platform from a corporate perspective makes it a way better, more uh, I don't want to say functional, but makes it a, a, a better social media outlet in some cases. It, it because, makes it a better yeah. social media outlet for intelligent discourse, I think. Um, because you can sit there and not have people advertise at you except for, I guess, like weird off-brand Viagra websites. I um, hesitate to put the terms intelligent and discourse in the same place where Tumblr is concerned sometimes, but well, I digress. There, the the point is that now the people that are that are there um, tend to be a little bit more chill and have mellowed out a little bit. It's not like it was. Well, I try to be intelligent on Tumblr anyway. Uh, occasionally, I live blog things too. Uh, or just post my random thoughts about Battle Network. Yeah. Um, Some of them have actually been quite horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, color yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where was I? Uh, Twitter. You, you mentioned your Tumblr. Tumblr. You did not Backspin mention Alchemist. Bandcamp. Uh, Bandcamp. Backspinzx.bandcamp.com. Um, and then I've got my YouTube channel, which again is just Backspin for now, but will be Backspin ZX by the time one of these things goes live. I promise. Um, that's mm. the thing I'm going to be and fixing. And this blowed up, so don't forget to link your SoundCloud. Uh, I'm <laughs> not linking my SoundCloud because SoundCloud's audio quality is trash, and also the just them as a service have become less and less reliable. So uh, I am slowly. Fair I just I just wanted to make the meme. Yeah, I know. I am slowly, slowly, slowly backing away from SoundCloud. And by slowly, I mean I haven't posted anything I've made on there in like six months. So uh, by slowly, you mean running full speed with your own <laughs> like, Naruto style? Hey, how dare you make a Naruto reference in my presence? Um, no, I was making an Area 51 meme reference. Oh, uh, yeah, good point. Okay, fine. Fair, yeah. fine, 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 fine. No, only acceptable mention of Naruto is an Area 51 meme reference. Uh, context. I can words. Um, what? 
else? Anything else? I don't think there's anything else for right. I now. think that's about it. I think, I think that that's is about, about it. it. Um. So yeah, that was that was a, a fairly long a super episode of the Moonshot Podcast. I guess we'll see you all next month, or you'll hear us. Uh, you won't really see us, or I mean, we if won't see on YouTube, you, but they'll see they won't us, see us, but they will hear us. But they will see they will see a thing. They, they might us. see me, depending on what the B roll is, but they're probably not going to see my face. Yeah, fair enough. I might see like my hands or something. I don't know. Maybe. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye. Just to be clarify, to 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 be clarify, to be clarify, yeah, to, to uh, be clarify, to be clarify, to be clarify. Uh, um, that's gonna become an in joke. And I was like, anyway. yeah, you right, <laughs> you right. Don't you dare. <laughs> uh, I don't have one of those, Liam. You know I don't me. either. I actually, I, I could, I could have one, but I gave it away because I don't use it. Um, <laughs> I could make one easily. I have a launch key sitting right in front of me. I could open up live. I could, I could drag and drop samples into a drum rack. I could hit buttons and make things play, but I'm not going to. Um, I mean, <laughs> probably save that for when I'm not expecting it. And then it would be funny. You right. <laughs> All right, let's start this goddamn podcast. All right. <laughs>